0: It is in, in you Minnesota. Know, there's a lot of flus going around, so we're going to get a rare glimpse of how Yuri's up, what Yuri's up to. But it's not to be. So you just got Eric and me. Yep. So we were just talking about uh, work. I worked a lot. I missed the. Po- you might have noticed the podcast a week late today because I missed last week because I had to work so much during that week. I just needed to take a little rest. And I'm talking like, I was I was there till two a.m. several times been grinding it out yeah. yeah because we had a big project due and uh, we had to finish it in a deadline and blah 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 so all that happened and then in to reward us for working so hard
1: the company took us out to Fogo de Chão. did they now is that a place that they have in a lot of cities is that something people would know mm-hmm yeah, you know, they have.
0: it's not in every city, but there's one in Vegas, there's one in Houston, there's one mm-hmm. in Atlanta. So it's a
1: Brazilian steakhouse, right? Yeah,
0: so Fogo we de Chão is a Brazil, Brazilian steakhouse, and the way it works is kind of like a buffet, sort of, but you sit at your table, and then these waiters come up with giant skewers of various meats, and they offer it to you, and then you say, I want that one, or you don't. And is then still
1: do the card thing? Do you hold up like a card? Yeah,
0: so you put a little identifier next to you, and it's green or red, like a green light or a red light. If it's green, that means like, bring this person meat, and if it's red then don't. So that's how the place works. So it's kind of like the temple of carnism. Yeah. Uh, How'd you handle that? I mean, I was So they have of an offering for you? Actually, yes. I'll get to that. It was very... I had a great time there as far as the food I ate. I mean, I had a bad time as far as how it made me feel oh, yeah. because it isn't even just that like it's a place where it's a meat buffet, but how people act in an environment like that is just like really disappointing to me. Where it's like, it's a challenge for them to stuff their face and rub blood all over their bodies as fast as they can. And then like fucking masturbate with pieces of meat in their you know, yeah. underwear under the table. Just orgasming about how amazing this place is and how much fun they're having. And just in general how the more cruelty is served at a restaurant, the, the more fancy the restaurant is. Like veal and foie gras are like the cruelest possible foods you can eat. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, they're delicacies. For what? For that reason? The delicacies because of how much agony the animals had to go through to provide that kind of shit, you know. And I mean, Fogo de doesn't serve those two things, they just have like lamb chops and shit. But anyway, to my point of uh, what the, I, I had there, they have a really robust salad bar. Very impressive okay. salad bar.
1: Now, do they bring that to you? Or do you have to get out of your seat? No, they
0: have to get out of your seat. There's like a little oh. a salad island. Yeah, so really it's like meat. a scarlet letter. Like, you, the guy, there's
1: the guy getting up, he must not eat any meat. He's exactly. walking, walking with his plate through the restaurant while we all get to sit here. Mm-hmm. have it th- thrown mm-hmm. on our plate. A
0: lot of people, you know, I mean, a lot of people go get the salad and stuff. They have soup and salad and they have like hummus and tabbouleh and kind of uh, all kinds of stuff over there in the salad area. And they have these really amazing asparagus sprigs and mushrooms that are well seasoned mm-hmm. and stuff. So I had a great, I, I, I had a great time and they, and they have mashed potatoes and the wait, our waiter was super nice and I told him I was vegan. You know, he asked first, anybody vegetarian or vegan here? Which is oh, like a good. weird question to come up and ask, but I guess he asked large groups because mm-hmm. people like me get caught up in a work lunch, you know, dinner. And I raised my hand, and he goes, okay, great. You know, we'll give you some – they have polenta, like polenta French fries. Oh, okay. And they are Parmesan cheese on them. He told me he'd bring them without Parmesan cheese. He said the mashed potatoes have butter in them, but he'll bring me some without butter. So he was really great. And he said the salad bar, you know, he showed me where it was. So that was really nice of him. And I was just telling uh, Eric here that the bill – I mean, it was about 30 people there from work. The bill was $1,800. Big bill. And the waiter got a $330 tip. And then we were just talking how – what a what a, what a what a racket! You know, this guy works there for what you know six hours a night. This
1: is one table it took him two and a half hours to mm-hmm. serve it. And how do you get that gate? He got you know. Well, you gotta like. What do you really like? Like, do they have talent scouts that look? You know, how do you you know? Because there's a lot of good waiter. Like I've had you know I go I've gone to the local you know I've been I've had a nice guy at Subway making my sandwich. You know, it, it, there's all different levels. So like I always wonder how these people rise to the top to yeah, get these yeah. like. I mean, part of it's maybe networking, but. I think a
0: lot of it is who you know at a restaurant business. Like, mm. if you know you know a guy and you know the manager and you go, hey, I got, you need a waiter, to like, oh, mm. I got a friend in there, he's great. I'm sure there's a lot of that going on. But at a place like this where high profile guests come and, like, they have a lot of money and they come back frequently and you really don't want to fuck it up, I think, te- like, how long you've been a waiter and actually, like, a really rigorous training process is probably
1: going to be part of it. Well, I think, like, it's like your parents had a pizza place. Did, was there a sit down area at your pizza place? Yeah. Did you have, okay. And my grand, my uh, uncle had a pizza place too. So like, you know, the family business is like you'll get like the wife or like his sister, like my mom would go work shifts if they needed somebody. You know, it's it's a stupid just here bring these people their food, write the check, you know, pretty easy to do. And that's yeah. like that's your low-level family family restaurant. Sure. When I moved to Florida, I was applying for different jobs and I thought, well, maybe I'll just try being a waiter at Outback cuz haven't been a blackjack dealer. I can deal with tables full of people, Sure. and I'm nice. I'm courteous and customer service, all that stuff. But even at Outback, which I thought was it's a good place to eat, but I thought you know, a waiter's a waiter, right? Okay. And the guy, well, have you done it before? Well, we really don't hire people that you know don't have experience. So you start to see that, yeah, they want you to have a little history. But yeah, you kind of always wonder like how these people get yeah to these the the highest of the yeah. high. What do they do? Do they serve somebody? Is it like in what's that uh, waiting? What's the <laughs> waiting, restaurant? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. And the guy goes, "Hey, like you're I mean, really good. Yeah, Here's really my good card. yeah, exactly. Like, do they got scout? Do they have talent scouts that go around? And yeah, if you if you work people?
0: at one of those uh, high places that pays more than lawyers get paid, right? Let us know how you got that job. I'm curious. Like Sakura over here in St. Paul, Sakura the sushi place. Mm-hmm. That place, you know, the bills are insane, and they have these cute little Asian women women who are all oh. the servers. Like. And yeah, and Chifoga de Chao and like Manny's, you know, the steakhouse over like all the places where you, like a table of two is dropping $150. Mm-hmm. That's an insane job. Like your every table is going to give you a $40 tip, like period. And you're, you work, you know, seven, seven or eight tables a night. You're coming out fucking right. bleeding money. It's insane. In the, in the wrong rack. there's guess, a lot of, and
1: there's a lot of places. I mean, I've been to, you know, the, even the hotels, the hotel bars and the hotel, mm-hmm. you know, places down by the Target Center where... Pro players might eat. They have, you know, a couple different types of dining rooms there or something that, you know, there's people that work there. There's a lot of places, fancy places to eat. So, yeah, I just wonder, like, you know, have these people really, like, stood out somehow? Are they really the most amazing, you know, waiters and waitresses? Or they just, you know, they just look good? They just, you know, do the right thing? Looking good is probably a big part of it, for sure. You go to Denny's and you get, you know, nice lady named Flo, you know, and she'll be the, you know, she'll give you extra this and she'll do, you know. Yeah, I feel like it's not hard to be a... A spectacular you <laughs> were know, you, waiter.
0: Were you there? In that, what, who was I was in the podcast and I was bitching about waiters. Is that you? Boy, or is that somebody else? Know.
1: What episode was it? I don't remember, <laughs> but I was like, I was
0: in a big tirade about how all these waiters are always crying on Facebook about how little tip they get. There's like this oh. waiter circle jerk groups where they talk about uh, how, <laughs> they, how much they hate customers and I just said waiters should shut the fuck up because they have it really good, you know. But I mean these waiters aren't the ones bitching because they get paid way too much yeah. money to bitch about it. Well, yeah, let us know Very if you if you yeah. work at one of these posh places, let me know how you got there because man, this guy was making a killing. And also why are
1: you listening to this podcast? You can afford to listen <laughs> to a better podcast. You can buy you can subscribe to a <laughs> pay money to subscribe to a good podcast. <laughs> All right. So let's uh let's talk about some stuff that's been going on. Uh Yuri's not here,
0: and I wish he was because, I don't know if this is my story to tell, but... you we save it then? You're well, no, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's still my story. I just All wish right. Yuri was here. But a person I met through Yuri on Facebook, he died. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know him very well. I met him at parties Yuri's had about three times. He was a law school friend of Yuri's. Uh, he died. And I know he died because I started seeing a bunch of, like, RIP posts on Facebook Mm-hmm. With, like, here's this guy and the guy that I recognize uh, at a, on a yacht. And then this, like, story about this great memory they had. Mm-hmm. And then another one below that. And then, like, for a week, I saw, like, tons and tons of these posts. And I really got pissed off about it. Because how pathetic those posts are. Like, who are those posts for?
1: You're heartless. Like, well, I'm not, I though. I think you're heartless. Tell me tell me how you... Tell me what... This, here's, here's what... I, I remember you ranted a little bit about this before. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> like, you know, you think... I told you about it. Because you think... Your position is what that people are, are trying to get gain points, gain yes, like social points. I by... think they're. I think it's subconscious. They're not like mm-hmm. doing it in a way like, oh, I'm going to
0: post this and I'm going to get likes. Mm-hmm. It's not. It isn't premeditated like that. But in a, in a way, that's exactly what it is. What they're going to do is they're going to draw attention to themselves by by showing off how well they knew this person who died, you know. And then everybody who's going to see it goes, oh, I'm so sorry. They're going to give them all the sympathy when they don't even fucking.
1: You know, it's not. Yeah, what, what's it, what's in it for them? Now I feel you when you say, like, you know, if yeah, people give them sympathy. Well, I'm sorry well, for that's your every, loss. Exactly, you know, and, and that's what is that's what's going on there. But what I see it as, what I think it starts out more as, is like, you know, you go to Awake and you sign the guest book. You know, or you you know sign a memory book or something. You just Facebook and social media is a different way to express those those memories. Here's what know, I'll those, tell you about that. There is a way to
0: do that on Facebook and that is going to the dead person's Facebook wall and writing on their wall. That is if you want to make a guest book for that person on social media, you go to his post or his, his Facebook page and say, oh, I'm so sorry that this happened to the family and
1: here's some pictures of us having fun. Let's remember them forever on his page. Counterpoint. You go to awake, You don't hug the dead body. You hug your friends. You mourn together. I think it's. I think it's a the cathartic. I think it's a social. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think we've people have had this debate before about you know what's appropriate. But I think Interesting. some of it is just you know it's a coping thing. I don't think it's necessarily always a, 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 a you know trying to get ahead. You know trying to be. I think the, it's a little bit of both. I think that the gamification of how social media works takes it
0: to a different realm from hugging your friends because they can already hug their friends in real life. You know what I mean? And they can actually go to the wake and hug their friends in real life. The whole harvesting likes and comments on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram about like posting about somebody who died, I think is pretty pathetic and pretty lowbrow. That's what I think. That's how I feel about it. I might be wrong. I might be just, I might be just, you know, fucking being a grouch about
1: it. But I see this and I'm like, you know, you know, likes don't like likes. People y- like likes. You're so. just, And y- then you got to, you got to put it on the people that like the post it's a know, very
0: it's, look at me attitude
1: you're not forcing anybody to like your your mournful post i mean it's the people that like it and the people that, it's the people that because then there's the other people i think the, the ones that i i would probably be more cynical about are the ones that come in the comment like you can make a post like oh i really miss my friend and you want to throw it out there throw a picture of you two or whatever and then it's the people that come into the comments i think with the real, if you want to say that anybody's nefarious or in their intents, you know, the people that come, oh, you know, if you need anything. You think here. those are the bad people? Well, it depends on how close they are because those people have plenty of opportunity to, like, come in there and they could be, like, not a great close friend. They're, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. You know, these are the people that just last week didn't post anything when it was your birthday and Facebook, and you know, alerted them to it. I mean, the game, the game of social media is so complicated Hmm. anyway. I mean, I miss birthdays all the time on Facebook. And then I wish people birthday, I wish, I missed my cousin's birthday last weekend. I didn't, I didn't type on his Facebook wall. And then I'll, I'll type happy birthday to somebody this week that I happen to be online for. And I'll type happy birthday to somebody that lives, my friend that lives in Peru, you know, or something, you know, Well, what if my other cousin, you know, what, you know, how do we got to, do we really have to set rules for playing the game? Do we really have to care that much, you know, about playing the game? I, I I think we do need to care. Hmm. Because it's a matter of etiquette. It's a matter oh, of that's etiquette. A lot. Social I'm just, media. I'm gonna stop wishing happy birthday. To social is new
0: Well, I'm not talking about birthdays. You can deal with those however you want. You know.
1: It's a similar. To me, it's a similar. Well, no, because
0: you you saying happy birthday on somebody's wall is a private interaction you and him are having. You and him or her. You you posting on your wall about how you spend time with somebody who died and that really happened and you knew him and now you're hurt, and then you, people tell you how sorry they are for your loss when you're just fucking. You're fine. You know what I mean? Like, you're fucking fine. If people are going to waste energy telling you how they're sorry for your loss, they should post it to the fucking families of the dead people. You know? Or leave it the fuck alone altogether. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's tough to... Yeah, man, you know, it's hard. hard. It's, it's like, one of those where you have to make... You have to actually go and investigate on your own to make that judgment. This like, is, you know, it's obviously first world where they're gonna call etiquette somebody out. Dot com. Oh, absolutely.
0: I think I think uh, when somebody dies that you know, you should go ahead and not make a public post about it on Facebook. You know? Don't do it. It's just not it doesn't help anyone and it, it makes you look kinda cheap and tacky, I think. That's that's my opinion. And I don't know who wrote the book on social media etiquette. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll write the book, but uh that's where I'm at right now. You don't agree?
1: Well, I'm just trying to think of what we did before social media and how those days. We went know, to the wake, we, and go, we, well, and I I we mean, go and we hug I mean, the parents. I'm trying and to the, like the ways that people would know, like how'd you know that Alex lost his uncle? You know Phone what I call? mean? You'd call me and tell me you lost your uncle. Like, you know, the word would spread around our social groups, right? You know, or you go to church and they say, please pray for Yeah, the I would tell, of so and so family. I would family. tell, uh,
0: like if I, my uncle died, I would tell the very close people that care about that only mm-hmm. who I chose to know. And they'd and probably then, tell still. Tell, and they would tell some people they chose true. to know. Yeah, but it was so much more contained than it is now. Now, obviously, as soon as anybody finds out, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And not even people that necessarily I want to know. And then everybody's spreading it around like it's their fucking story to tell. But it isn't their story to tell. That's one of the things. See, this maybe that's what I'm getting at. It's not their story to tell. Like, there's no reason I should even know that this guy died. I don't know that guy. You know what I mean? I don't know him at all. I met him three times. The only reason I even care, I'm like, hey, that's the guy I, I saw at Yuri's parties a couple times. And all of a sudden, I see a bunch of posts about how he's, how dead he is. It, there's no reason even I should know. And I'm not saying it's bad that I do, but his family didn't want me, to, like me, the friend of a friend of a friend of a friend to know that their, their son just died. It's just like, that's their, that's their fucking information. And everybody's just spraying around like, like, like it's anybody. It's, like it's public knowledge. It's bullshit. Mm. Don't you think? There's something there? Letting personal property, be per, personal account,
1: uh, information be personal? I'd really like to see, like after you died, like to see like <laughs> you observing what would happen, like what propagates on Facebook you know, just watching people, having people like, like if I posted something. I'm hoping that by the time. Then somebody likes, like somebody really distant, like, like, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. And then you you just moaning about it. By the
0: time that uh, I die, I hope that Facebook is sophisticated enough (laughs) that I could set up like a macro that will automatically have my dead account unfriend everybody who like does actions that I deem bad. So you can write like this whole script and then after I die like it'll send him a letter and says here's why my profile just unfriended you because you you made this you you made this foul that I thought was bad.
1: I think you just have like you should just have like future posts like Actually, ready. I'll,
0: I'll hire yeah, actually I'll schedule a lot of posts going yeah. after I'm dead and then That's I'll hire a manager do. to manage my social media even after I'm dead. My brand. I just
1: have one like just try to predict the presidential candidates like 8 years down the road, you know like like, here's the president, you know, Justin Bieber, you know, I'm with Bieber, you know, and just like have these posts pop up and just hope that they come true. Bieber 2024?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That's pretty funny. All right. So that's one thing. There's more. Did you see this uh, letter to the, to my CEO where a girl who worked at Yelp... Did we talk about this last time? We talked about it in, in, in private, but not on the podcast because it okay. happened uh, in the week between. I don't like this one. You don't like the story? I don't
1: care about this one. You don't care about
0: it? No. Well, that's not the enthusiasm that I expect from you
1: about a story like this. We yeah, just had we just had a, a Alex Bitches topic. Let's let's do something else.
0: They're all Alex Bitches topics. You brought no topics. Oh. Didn't you? All right. All right. Let her, my CEO. Let's
1: do it. Okay. Well, we'll let's talk get about it. Okay. Let's all get it right, So
0: this the Cliff note of the story is uh, some girl who worked at some like entry level job at Yelp wrote a story on Medium, which is I just hate everything that's on Medium right now. Is that
1: just a blog? Medium is a
0: blog for for
1: hipsters. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, So she wrote a big article on Medium about how she didn't get paid enough at her job and she couldn't afford to live where she was. And it's the CEO's fault for not paying her enough and the troubles that she went through, the hardships. And uh, in her story, she talked about how (coughs) she can hardly afford uh, to live in her apartment and buy food and all this stuff. But it's like, well, she's not getting
1: paid enough, right? She's not getting paid. Now, did she... What was, it, what was the story with... Um, what was the thing about Arizona with this story? Wasn't there... Was he moving jobs? Were they moving headquarters? Uh, I thought there was something involved. Mm, but, I don't know so she's in San Francisco, and it's expensive as shit. And what is she? Just a low-level...
0: She was just a, goofball? yeah. I mean, copywriter? she was exactly. She was a copywriter or a marketing person or whatever. She, it was an amateur mm-hmm. level nonsense, and she didn't even write how much she got paid on here, which I kind of wish she did.
1: And San Francisco we got gentrified because, you know, tech the tech industry, and so now it's really expensive to live there. Oh, here it is. I got paid yesterday, seven hundred and thirty-three dollars biweekly. Rent's twelve forty-five for apartment. That's thirty miles away from here. work, is the cheapest place. So to she get says. Find
0: after taxes she makes eight fifteen an hour after taxes so what she's making like 10 10.50 $10. an hour 10.50 11 sure
1: whatever Whatever.
0: Yeah. so it's an entry-level job she's making x whatever an hour uh and she's saying she's not getting paid enough so this fucking thing goes viral as fuck now i don't know what the, the i don't know what the job is i don't know anything about like is it you know whatever and if she get paid enough or not uh all I can really say is, I mean, you know, she she knew how much it paid. You know, she can go look for another job or find a better job, I guess. I mean, life isn't fair and not all jobs pay a lot, I guess. But the complaining, it just seems like uh, this isn't a unique story, I guess is my point. Right. Like, like, why does this go viral now when the 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 minimum wage debate has been raging for years and years? All of a sudden now, because this girl... Who isn't even that bad off? Like, she's not a single mom with three children. She's an, a fresh out of college kid who got a job at fucking Yelp for Christ's sake in San Francisco. Great, great work. What a great job. You know what I mean? It's a great company. Like, you're proud to say I work at Yelp, are you? I don't know. I well,
1: I, I think a lot of I, I, I would question like website companies like Amazon. Like, I feel like they're, a lot of those companies are just really good at like if someone told you taking advantage of if of someone workers. told
0: you they work marketing at Amazon, you'd be like, wow, nice.
1: Yeah, right. a white collar might be okay, well, yeah I just think it's not moving, moving crazy, on. but the I just yeah this it always like bothers me a little bit on this' cause, like yeah, it's we need to pay people more, but this this complaint is just it seems to go nowhere. I don't see any like compare like she doesn't I don't think she added any like who makes like comparable money like are there other people with like a job at a different company that do the same thing that are making twice as much like she, I don't think is, I don't believe rate like well I'll post a link to this on the, on, the, on the blog notes of course on the I website just, so you can read it for yourself so you're complaining it's so yelp's headquartered in San Francisco or whatever your job is in San Francisco you'd love to work rather you'd rather work somewhere where it's cheaper to live that'd be cool yeah if they move their stuff but i mean it's my question is just isn't this the point when this job like when pe- nobody takes this job because they can't make any money in it? Like isn't this the point where she goes and sends a resume out and says Well, I
0: think I think what's going on is she needs to not live alone. If like if you're if you're getting paid 11 dollars an hour, you can't live alone in a fucking apartment that costs 1200 a month.
1: Right. You have to get find a fucking roommate. No, no, no. Well, well this is San Francisco. This is like What, there's no roommates? Oh, uh, this is like this is
0: what, 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 I don't what, think you understand. No. I, I would say I don't. I don't know what you're You
1: don't. About, you don't. I, don't. I, I, I bet it's not even a two-bedroom apartment. It's probably a one-bedroom apartment or a studio. Yeah, I mean, but it's, she it's needs not to... Some, there's no one... You put somebody on the couch? No, you know, she would
0: move in with somebody else. She doesn't get a roommate in her shit apartment. She doesn't rent that apartment. She finds a place that's looking for one out of four roommates and lives with that one.
1: Oof. Well, living alone I mean, people are... You're, you're, ah, finite roommates. Find, I mean, it's, it's more a question of, I think... I, I mean, I, I just think this is the point where this is where like companies start to they start to realize when they have turnover up the wazoo because people like this will leave the job. That's what that's usually what happens is like you go, why, wow, why can't we keep employees? Oh, because we're not paying a market rate, or they can't afford to work for us at this rate, so we need to up our up our our pay or do something different. And that happens because people like this leave because they can't live on it. Instead of writing a letter to the CEO or whatever, you just you leave and then if yelp wants to take care of it then they take care of it you know if they want to you know but she like really apparently really wants to keep this job so she's making the decision that i like this job a lot i just want to complain about it like it's i mean there comes a point when you gotta i mean you can threaten you can say oh, i'm gonna go on strike but unless you actually go on strike there's no you know there's nothing to back you up unless you leave this job there's nothing to back it up you know there's you can't just say you know i'm labor and i have power you actually have to do something with that every once in a while and sometimes it's a sacrifice but that's how you get—that's how you get the market to correct—is—is is by doing something, not, I guess, this. You know, th- this is—that's what. This Look, is not the way to get minimum wage at fifteen dollars. Just, Just—just saying, man, minimum wage should really be fifteen dollars. Like you actually have to make the market. You have to give it incentive to make it fifteen dollars, which is people just won't take the jobs for, for junk anymore. Like apparently she's getting paid, so I don't know. She's really yeah, she goes off on a long tangent. Yeah. But it's I, a long. It's a long post. And I get you. Know, like uh, it's you, all about you her. will, you will admit though that living with a roommate is cheaper than living alone. Well, yeah, obviously.
0: Well, yeah, that's what but, I'm I saying. mean. It's even she, she's, then, it she's she's living outside her, her
1: means, health. is what's going
0: on here. She's not being responsible.
1: But, but her point would be that that they, they, they how, should how far, pay her how, far more should, money? how far should you have to sacrifice your you know yourself to fit into the to the to the wages? Sure. You yeah. Know, I mean that's like, you know you basically. I mean, you go down that road, going down that road just argues against minimum wage in, in general. It's just like, well, why can't you just, you know, just work for less? Just, you know, just don't buy this. Don't buy nice things. Don't have a... Well, you know, know.
0: a lot of people don't get to get out of college and get their own apartment. You know, that's, that's, that's not everybody gets to do that. A lot of people have to go and live with mm-hmm. a roommate or live with several roommates mm-hmm. for a while before they can sure. get a promotion, get a promotion. She can just get out of college, get a job, and then just live her parents' life. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had to earn that after 20, 30 years of what they were doing. So, so her goals are unsustainable at this point. It seems like you know, but anyway. So right. my primary just, question we, we've had we've had the discussion about uh, minimum wage, and we have different opinions and whatever. And that's and that's a very valuable conversation to have. I just am really confused why this story is resonating when this girl is unremarkable. Like if this was written by a by a by a by a working mother who's got three kids who's got three jobs and still can't afford to live, that would really resonate with me a lot better than some you know college brat who's
1: giving me this right in the story right well she's got here no one really eats the pistachios if they took away their pistachios or something on there yeah she's their bitching thing. about how they give all this free perks so, to the employees but none of them are money in her pocket so have you ever tried to answer the phone 50 times an hour while eating pistachios those hard shells really get in the way of talking to hundreds of customers in restaurants a day it's almost like she works in a call center which i mean she's being, that's bottom she's I mean, being I, funny i couldn't live in i couldn't live in an apartment when i'm you know all
0: right so anyway the story that's the, ridiculous. the plot thickens here oh okay because after this went viral and I saw it many times on Facebook I started seeing something else go viral which was a follow up story which was like some random bartender woman responds to this letter
1: okay I didn't see, I didn't see that I saw the. I saw that this lady got fired
0: yeah she got fired <laughs> she got tossed let me
1: out let see it might help her she's probably in a better she's probably in a better spot now
0: yeah. Oh. She. She at the bottom of that article. She has a donate money to me on PayPal to help me out. Oh. And that went so fucking viral. I bet she made like two hundred thousand dollars off that wow. off that fucking
1: link. I'm not oh my start. god. I think she did. You're just now. You're really just wishing. Now you're like you're like these people that, that love these things. That's the thing. People. It's, this is all just people like really wish, it, really wanting somebody to stick it. And then the the response, the reason it goes viral, is because people. Oh yeah. You really told. You know, it's the Daily Mail. Wow.
0: No. This is. Um,
1: but it. <laughs> It's just all, it's all this, it's all people just being dramatic. It's all, I just like, this is why I can't, I can't read tabloids, I can't do celebrity culture. Like, this stuff upsets me because it's just, it's people just jerking off to this, basically. It's not real, it's not people having a real debate. It's people just saying, wow, really, wow, they really told him. It's, it's people that love Donald Trump just because he stomps all over the other candidates. It's, it's that kind of bullshit. Ugh, I just that's why I hate this topic. Perfect. I, I'm gonna save this. Here I found it. So, okay, this woman. Oh, and oh, f- bullshit. This is see, an open, open letter to millennials. That's another, this is another fucking fallacy. Man, yeah, I hate these things so much. Yeah,
0: I hate it too. That's why I'm bringing it up in the podcast Fuck. right now.
1: Oh, the millennials. Oh, the millennials just don't know how good they got it. Like, it's such, this is, I want to punch everybody involved in the so face of this stuff. I'm Stephanie, so mad right Stephanie now. Stephanie Stephanie
0: Williams, who's some kind of a bartender somewhere,
1: she wrote a letter to
0: the first girl and all millennials. Lumped in. All millennials. Oh,
1: the fucking... Oh, my God. And
0: then she talked about how...
1: F- I don't know who made this... this f- it's every generation gets it. Every generation that's 20 years old. When we were young, people were like, Oh, kids these days, they don't want to respect their elders. They don't want to work hard. Like yeah. It was all bullshit. It's the same fucking just, rants gotta every, just, every
0: generation. You got to just accept that that's the way it always is.
1: I don't it's people it's people being just so yeah stupid. i mean anytime you label a generation
0: and say millennials are x i mean that's like obviously that's this is
1: why this is why like i'm not fun at parties just because i the more the older i get the more i just hate more and more people yeah and you hate the young kids i don't even hate. No, i don't hate the guys. you just wait
0: whatever's after these fucking millennials i don't want to
1: hate people it's just people do like people just get swirled up in some of this stuff and i just i can't so our girl here stephanie writes a, le- a letter to uh I to the first girl funny. And, and she
0: said a lot of the same things I said is basically, you know, you don't deserve to get paid all this money automatically just because you're, yeah. you're, you got a college. And then she harkens it uh, back to her ch- young life and when she worked, lived with roommates and she was a waiter
1: and she had to like pay her dues. Yeah. But let me tell you about how her story went though. Yeah. We didn't have snowblowers when I was a kid. I had to shovel, we had to shovel the whole block. Why out. you gotta, I'm just trying to monologue here. Why you gotta, this is it? the same, I mean, Old man yells at cloud. I we mean. get together on the podcast to, to,
0: to have conversations about what's happening. What do you, happening. Want
1: to to? What are you want to rant about this? Let's I was say. in the
0: middle of talking. You interrupted me. Con- just let me fucking finish Sorry, my... I'm so mad right I'm not even looking. I'm talking to the camera now. So her story goes like this. She uh, went to her first job interview and didn't get the job. Stephanie, the one writing this letter. And then she's really upset and she went to the bar to have a few drinks and then wh- where she knew the bartender. And the bartender offered her a job at the bar. So she worked as a hostess at the bar, and it was really demeaning for her to do that. But she put up with it anyway. And then she finally got an opportunity to uh, become a waitress. And then you know she what, she's that. Not,
1: she's not 300 pounds either, this lady that's writing this. Oh, she, she, no, no, I happened to get a job. The guy up. offered me a job at the bar? That's You well, work at she a bar knew before? One. That's what they do. They go, oh, you look pretty good. You want to be a hostess? Sure. Like, and then she had to pay her dues at that bar. Really and me. then
0: she had to be uh, a waitress. And she had to deal with her high school kids coming in and her being their waitress and that was really hard for her to deal with but she had to deal with it anyway because that's what she have to do to make it and then she finally got an opportunity to be a bartender at this other job she works at and now she's got the best life where she makes like 60,000 a year and doesn't have any debt and all of the people now that pretend to be happy have a bunch of debt and uh you know or whatever whatever
1: and I'm just like, oh, oh, she showed every, she showed us all. She, wow, she did it the right way. And I'm
0: just like, what, a, what a disgusting yeah. story. I mean, you miss the fucking. I mean, I like, yeah. I don't like either story. I think they're both full of shit. Yeah. But the reason she's full of shit is she makes it seem like she had to work so hard to get what she had. I'm like, wait, wait. You mean you walked into a bar and got offered a job like this, yeah. and then you had to put up with people coming in and serving your people you used to know in college, and you are just a waitress? And she's like, it's not luck. <laughs> I mean... It was like hard work. What the fuck? Like, okay, I'm sorry that you feel so demeaned you have to be a waitress, but at least now you made it, and now you're a bartender that makes $60,000 a year. You you never had it hard at all. What the fuck are you talking about? How dare you? You know? Like, I could see this girl writing the exact same fucking story as the other one if, she, if her bartender job didn't pay enough, but lucky for her, she got a bartender job right out of... What the fuck? So then this story goes viral, too. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you guys. I mean... If you want to have a conversation, you got to have a conversation about is minimum wage, like, really, should we change it?
1: Don't share these fucking stupid fluff pieces and jerk off on your keyboard. This is why, like, I was wondering when I was a kid, like, you go to the grocery store register, you go to the, you know, you're sitting in line, and they don't have, like, <clears throat> what don't they have? They don't have, like, Forbes. They don't have, like, Sports Illustrated right by the register. Okay. They have eight, eight different types of tabloid, gossip, or celebrity magazines there. How how do they have that many magazines consistently able to survive? Is what I used to think, and then I see now we get it, social media when we get older, and we get things like this, and people just love, they just love it. They love the Real Housewives, they love the drama, they love the spats, they love people telling other people off. Oh yeah, I, I just and that's how they, and that's why I mean I, I just it's so opposite side of the spectrum from what I want to get involved in. You know I'm just like I can't do tabloids, can't read it. I don't want gossip whatever, right? You have to though. You have to no, do it. You I know just, why?
0: You need to arm yourself with what's going on because then when you talk to people that are into that, you know where they're coming from. You get what I'm saying?
1: I mean, yeah. You got to know you got to know what level know, they're on. Well, don't like don't you what do you do when you want to just tell like when you like you know I me mean? miss I constantly have to feel like I have to bust on like social media when people post stuff that's absolute junk all the time. Half of them. Like, you know, and I just I don't know whether it's worth it. It's probably not. Because they they'll just they continue to make the same mental errors. Like, I just don't... Sometimes I just don't know what to do because that... You've got you to try to educate. Ugh, it's so... you got to educate people. That's why I'm cynical. That's why I'm cynical and that's why I'm not fun to be around anymore. I used to be a fun, happy, fun-loving guy. <laughs> I used to I be started... that way. I went vegan then and then I stopped being fun, happy guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we just... Man, we suck. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back and hopefully we'll give you a little... Uh, give you a Red Bull or something to pep you up a little bit. All right, bit. here we go. Well, yeah, we'll get going. We'll, we'll do pe- it. We'll pep you up a little. Okay, so next next uh, little meme I saw on Facebook. And we're back. It is. I, I can read it for you here. It says, "Why is it okay for Beyonce to make fifty million dollars and not for a CEO who has three thousand employees and a hundred million in profit to make five million?" Now these numbers, forget these numbers; they're not important to me. What is important to me is let's just let's say fifty million. Let's leave mm-hmm. it there. Mm-hmm. Why is it okay for Beyonce to make fifty million, mm-hmm. but not okay for a CEO to make fifty million? What do you, what's your gut, gut reaction to this?
1: I just think on, on something like this, I would say that I don't see the comparison because usually the criticism of the CEO pay is because it's not the funds that go into that one singular company are not equally distributed, I guess, among the workforce. And that usually it doesn't trickle down in the same way that, um, that people always act like it should. And I think Beyonce is, I just don't see how she's a, I don't see how she'd be a corporation that's not paying enough. You know her band. Those people make a lot of money. The people that make her music, the people that back her, the people who go on tour. Those experts. Nobody's making. At least I've never seen anybody complain about how much a, a roadie makes. Roadies usually make pretty solid money because they have some sort of technical expertise. Well, but would you say that the, con- concerts are expensive to put on? How, some of how, how people much? have lost money like going on tour sometimes just because their their production is just so expensive. They have to rent out, you know, the stadiums they perform in. All this stuff. they have to book. There's a lot of people that bleed those. You know, they bleed, bleed them dry. I think she, her fifty million is probably coming from, from music sales, from downloads, things like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, yeah,
1: I mean, it's not whatever Beyonce makes. You know, she'll she doesn't money. have three thousand employees. I guess is. Uh, well, I don't. You know, this these numbers. I just well, for, like I said, yeah. forget forget the numbers. The numbers
0: aren't important. Let's just say fifty million is what the number is. They both make it. There's so there's Mr. Jeff Be- Bezos from Amazon. He's making okay. fifty million a year. Mm-hmm. And there's Beyonce. She's making fifty million a year. But people are
1: mad at. Well, I don't see. My first question is: What's Jeff Bezos creating?
0: He he's makes. He
1: runs Amazon. If, if Amazon loses Jeff Bezos, is Amazon screwed? No. If Beyonce stops making music, what happens to the, the Beyonce brand? Uh, well, she it goes away. There's no more music, and there's no more income. Like it just. She's she is she is the money. She is the income. So a CEO is not a CEO. She is. Just,
0: is well, I mean that's not really fair. I mean.
1: Beyonce's not like Beyonce's not like running. She's a runner. See, that's, that's, that's she's not. not, that's not she's scary, just. The, she's saying. the artist. She's performing. She's not the one. She's not deciding what. Well, okay, stage props to you're, use. you're and all
0: you're, you're saying some. You're you're going on a little muddy here. Now Beyonce, she makes the music. Correct. That's
1: it. That's bet, the product. I bet Beyonce has a. There's probably a CEO involved in the Beyonce. I probably. You're probably right. That'd be more. Comparable. Uh, there's a.
0: You know. There's a record label that manages distribution of her music. Beyonce mm-hmm. doesn't do that. She doesn't sell CDs and like figure out how to market her own shit. She's got a whole team doing that shit. You know what I mean? She makes the product. And uh, now granted, if she stopped making the product, there would be no product to make because nobody can be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But Jeff Bezos, you know, let's uh, let's say he made Amazon. Okay. It's his idea. It's his product. Now, if he quit Amazon or died, someone else would run the company. Mm-hmm. But it's not fair to say that just because he doesn't actually do anything that he doesn't doesn't doesn't
1: do anything i think i think that it's the value he brings to the company is that it's so different it's you know well, in yeah, what they I mean, both bring. it's why, you know it's why, IT, why are it guys paid so well because they're crucial they're you know yeah they're integral to the to the and i think people understand that um, ceo's the criticism is that it has nothing to do with the performance of the company because if companies do bad CEOs still get this bonus money still get you know they still get all this stuff you know if Beyonce's you know Beyonce's album sales tank she's not going to make as much you know she gets actually you know fiscally punished in a, in a certain way she's not going to sell tickets she's not going to sell her tour hmm. she might not get another album contract i mean she's so saying, it's all the axe is really over her head so one of the, yeah
0: so she's responsible for her own brand in a way that ceos are not she takes more risk yeah. and she's got more on her shoulders than, than, yeah. than the ceo does you would
1: say she brings more value to the, whatever you want to call the the company or the income. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think it's. But okay, but, but this is trying to this is really trying to corner the people that are criticizing the CEO pay, right? Which I think is a I think it's I don't think it's comparable in this. You're saying how is it comparable? I don't think it is because it's these are two different types of business.
0: Well, the question the the, the uh, I think what's going on here is okay. So where's the money coming from? Mm-hmm. In the case of Beyonce making all the money, that's people voluntarily paying for her product, hmm. right? They're buying, going to the concert, buying her shirts, buying her merchandise, right? Hmm. People like you and me, or maybe our Beyonce fans, will buy stuff. And then she collects the money as a figure, and then she chooses how she distributes it, right? Sure, we'll see. All right, so how does it working with the CEO? Well, they, whatever, co- pick company X. They hmm. sell some sort of product or service. People voluntarily pay for it, hmm. right? They give it to the CEO, and then he distributes the money however he sees fit. But people hate it when the CEO makes a lot of money because he should be giving that money away to his workers. It's not, but but but
1: that makes this black and white. This is this is this is well. Well, here's the problem. There could be nothing wrong with him with 3,000 employees and 100 million for him to make five million if. The rest of those employees are making like if it's an equitable distribution. If he's making one thousand times what the lowest paid guy makes in the company, people have an issue with that so because what, that's a well—that's an issue with. Is, is with, that an, is that an issue you have? That's a, that's an issue I have. So that's,
0: if if is that issue is that in Beyonce's camp is that issue not exist? Do you think? Do you think that the the minimum? I don't think this, you I don't, don't think she gets paid a thousand times what the minimum guy gets paid?
1: I think in her case it's not as detrimental to the to the economy as is. CEOs. In, why do you th- Why do you say that? Because there's a there's a lot more CEOs than Beyonces. There's a lot more people that are making. I just—I don't think—I think Beyonce is such a—it's—you're trying to pigeonhole. You're really trying to pigeonhole people with this bullshit, and I think— Well, I think it's, it's not just Beyonce. It could be—it's anybody
0: who's a non-CEO that still manages employees that makes a ton of money. I think a, the excuse is, is to, I think it's— LeBron is, James. This
1: argument is being made—this argument is being made to get people to drop the issue. And, I, and, that's, where, and that's where I take a little mm. bit of umbrage, where it's kind of like— you know, I'm not. You know, what's wrong with me being a little racist? Because that guy's way more. That guy's just as racist. It's it's kind of like saying they do it, so therefore it's okay if I do it. Well, yeah, you know, that's a, that's a fallacy.
0: But you have to explain. Just, you have to explain why that it can't be. I don't have a
1: problem. I don't have a problem with with. I don't think Beyonce is hurting our economy. I don't. I don't really see an issue there. I don't think. in because because most of all, nobody has done a write up on what. Again, I don't think. I don't think she's making. A thousand times more than some bo- some bottom feeder person who's probably well, there's has another be. job on the side. I mean, this is well, is these are just these are two instances that are really incomparable, and I think that it's I think that's silly. Hmm. What, what do you want? Hey, you want people to get outrage at Beyonce for making too much money? Okay, go right ahead. You know, well, say I think you that's, I dis- think that's part, part of more. the implication here. Okay, well then, oh, screw Beyonce. Wow, what what a terrible lady. Wow, and she's black too, apparently. like it just I don't get why we're, why we're pointing out why is Beyoncé the one Well, that, like I said, it doesn't have to be Beyoncé. I mean, it could be Michael Jackson. It could be Madonna. It doesn't matter who the artist is. I think it's a, tra- I think it's a trap question. I think, I think it's junk. Well, yeah,
0: but you have to... I mean, you have to dispel this meme. You know what I mean? You can't just brush it off and say it's a bad comparison because I, I, I see the comparison, and I'm trying to figure it out myself. When I first saw it, I'm like, well, there's something wrong with this. I need a comment here. And I started writing the differences... And then I'm like,
1: hmm. Well, no, the other problem is it's it's ma- it's manufacturing and I, like why is it okay for Beyoncé to make 50 million? Like ha- has everyone given her a, a stamp of approval? Have people just been like, "Hey, g- you know, great for Beyoncé that she makes a bunch of money and other people in her in her group don't?" Like I don't like it's that's not a it's it's basically like I feel like it's it's basically said that people are okay with that w- without actually like checking to see if people would have an issue with it They're actually bringing up some sort of investigative piece where did you know Beyonce uses slave labor or you know, only pays minimum wage for people? like then people would be certainly outraged if there's a case made there well, I would, this uh, is just it's such a broad it's such a it, there's no substance to this that you can actually have a debate on I mean I can't believe that Beyonce
0: doesn't have anybody that works for minimum wage in her camp. Like she has administrative assistants, she has a clothing person, she has a makeup mm-hmm. artist, she has a hair sure. person. These are all professionals. These are all well, people she, with career jobs.
1: But there's going to be somebody in there who's a receptionist that works. The guy selling the T-shirts, maybe, because yeah, exactly. he lives in that city and he took a right. part-time job. He's so, not on tour with her.
0: Okay. Well, it's yeah. So so does he deserve, deserve to get paid more because of the distribution of wealth from Beyonce to him needs to be
1: a certain value for you to be satisfied? I think he. I think you should make. He should make fifteen dollars an hour at least. He should make the the. Optimal minimum wage at the minimum. Yeah, but if he does make that, then is it okay for Beyonce to, to make a thousand times more than him? If he makes $15 an hour? Yeah. If, is it okay for her to make a thousand times that? Yeah. Hmm.
0: And, if, and if you say that is okay, then why is it not okay for a CEO to do the exact
1: same thing? Because he hurts our economy more? I just... I don't... I think the, val, the value they bring to the company is just, it's two different things. I just think that's... That's the... I don't see why that's the that, problem I have there. I don't know it's why that
0: that. <laughs> that doesn't because like so if a CEO it's like, breaks, what I
1: think of what I think of more when I think of questions like this, I think the guys at 3M, the inventors that are fucking geniuses, that sign a contract and then they get paid a junk salary to come up with genius ideas, okay. and then the 3M CEO is the one that makes way more money than them. I think I think those are the situations that you really need to be looking at more <clears> intensely <throat> than is Beyonce getting too much? Is she getting too rich? For a you know black woman in America or something, I don't you know I don't get why this is. This is a meme, and it's it's. I question why Beyonce is the number one. Why she should be the one that's. The well, target. it could be.
0: Like I said it could be LeBron James here. This could be. This could be Madonna. This could be Justin Bieber. Could be Bieber.
1: I like I like the Bieber comparison. Fine, it could be Bieber. Bieber's worthless. I, I think
0: what it's saying is you know people uh, they they get on you know CEOs get paid too much money. They should give that money away. Mm-hmm. Is kind of where it goes, but then you got
1: uh, people who are like celebrities and artists and actors. You know, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't think it's, I just can. The well, CEOs I'm substantiated. We've had a, we've had a history of the CEOs basically just, no matter what, getting paid money, even if they run companies in the ground, even if they if they, fire employees, if they move manufacturing to, um, Mexico, you know, and kill off jobs in America, the CEOs still get rewarded. Yet when a celebrity if Jordan if it comes out that Nike Jordans are made in a w in a, I don't know who it was that had like they had child labor, it was Madonna or somebody, some of their products are made with like child labor. Well, it was, be, like, it Nike, was a right? scandal. It was and everybody was ripping they're ripping them apart. How can you not know? So they're ripping the celebrity part. They get ripped apart if they're if they're if, they're, if they do something like, like that. Like, you know. Absolutely. And that's and that's what comes up. So so because they're more expo- their exposure is greater than it's okay for them to get paid a ton? I guess I don't. I just. I just don't think the, C, the CEO and the in Beyonce are not the same. They're not comparable positions within an organization. Hmm. That's what I think like CEO I, is not some superstar that man. You didn't I, have I the think CEO, that you're, that that company wouldn't go any. The company drives based on the company itself is driven on the mo, the majority of its employees. That's why the majority of its employees should have should be the ones that are actually gaining financial gain from the company. The CEO is not hmm. the inter, an integral. Manifestation of that company. It's the it's the workers, and that's where that's where the those are the Beyonces. They just have a ton of Beyonces.
0: <laughs> there are the you are that's the, the Beyonce. Beyonces. The Beyonces you the the talent,
1: Beyonce. and the CEO is usually not the talent that deserves the money. That's why Look, that's I, why I think I the would You know,
0: it it seems like I'm defending the CEO here, but I'm really not. I think CEOs are generally waste of space, and they don't do shit. Uh, you know, they're usually bad at their job. They're usually really arrogant pieces of shit. Not all of them, but Many of them, uh, and I also don't like most uh, celebrities. Mm-hmm. I think they're overpaid pieces of shit too. Mm-hmm. And When I hear about movie contracts and how like Johnny Depp gets ten million dollars, no matter what, mm-hmm. and then you know, I mean, he, I'm not saying he's bad; he's good, but it's just like he gets that money whether the movie tanks or not, whether he gives it his all or doesn't, sure. Whether he ta- he bombs the whole fucking movie and you know the, all the rest of the cast never work again, he gets his ten million, you know, and then fuck sports people too. Fuck all that. There's way too much money going around over there. But we need to be able to answer this because there are people going, well, you don't bitch about Beyonce, so fuck you. You don't get to bitch about the CEO then. And Exactly what you're saying is. It's, it's, it's fallacious. But I can't identify where the fallacy is here, actually. I'm having a hard time figuring it out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep thinking about it. And if anybody else can identify it, leave me a comment. Because I'm curious, what is the, the answer to this riddle? Is why people don't really bitch.
1: Nobody. I, I very rarely heard here, anybody he's say. Making, he's I making. Can't 20 believe. What is he making? Uh, what do you want? You want he's, making, he's making five percent of the profits he's getting for himself. Five percent, uh, and he's one of three thousand people. He gets five percent of the of the profit. Yeah. Okay. So like, basically, the question is: How much value did he bring to the company versus those other three thousand? Did he really bring? Five percent of the value. Does he really earn five percent of that value? And I think Beyonce makes. To me, if she's making fifty million in the and she, they're taking in. If she's making fifty, she brings more than fifty percent of the value. If if they're making a hundred million on the tour, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Whatever they're raking in, it's, it's spread against amongst everybody. I think that's really why. Because the CEO is just a, it's a bullshit. Why not the CFO? Because he controls all the money. Why not the board? Why not the, you know, why not the guy that's, you know, the guy that does some whatever specific job. You know, the one guy that inv- Look, that invents this stuff.
0: You don't need to worry about the board. They're getting there. I'm
1: just saying the CEO doesn't bring. If he brings 5% who, of the who value... Do, who should decide who brings the value? I think it's... Well, I think in this case it'd be obvious. What'd well, the CEO do? Is the CEO in there? Is he in the lab with his sleeves rolled no, no, up? No, who but inventing who, deci- the iPhone? who decides? Is he? Is he Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs deserves to be a rich man, I think. Who, de- who decides who, where the money should go? Well, the board decides the CEO compensation. I know that for sure. Yeah. But the I think the problem in the CEO game has been obvious for a while and I just think this is somebody... They're trying to ask it... I think it's a middle school style try to t- like trap question where you know it's if you if you understand the whole the, the greater debate and the greater issue at hand, you know you, this is this is really kind of like off topic. This doesn't get you any anywhere as far as I feel like our inability to, to solve wealth this wealth and it kind of makes me feel like we're not well versed in this debate at all. I don't, I don't see. I, I I feel like I'm fine with this. I, don't, I feel like that. That's my solution. Is the val, What, value, what do value do they bring to, they bring? <laughs> to the overall profits? Is so if he's worth, is he worth five billion? But generally, CEOs aren't. If we're talking, we're making a like lot of uh, assumptions Mr. Te- here. Mr. Tesla, Elon sure. Musk, right? He Elon is a, Musk. He's a brilliant. Brilliant guy. So he deserves it. He deserves a lot of money. Well, now he's got shares in his company, so he's pretty much set for life. You know, he's that's his thing, and he's got a lot of people working for him that are probably making a lot of money too. Mm-hmm. Do they deserve a hundred million themselves? Maybe. You know, maybe they get shares. His deal. That's the thing with. The, and then you get in the whole stock market when you're getting. You know. Elon Musk made a lot of money because his shares of a company they created went astronomical. He's not getting paid. He's not getting paid a, a huge amount of money every year in a salary. He's probably getting an average salary, but he's getting he, he's worth so much because he has so much money locked up in the market in his company. He, mm-hmm. and he owns such a portion of his company. I think it, that it gets complicated. Uh, you, know what? you can't just, you can't just start. You got to make assumptions to actually make to, to make a point. Should in this, stuff. this should that not be how
0: all CEOs' compensation is handled? what they don't get paid anything and they only invest in their own company wouldn't that be
1: a brilliant solution oh it would wouldn't it but then nobody no nobody take that ceo job that's the thing why because there's other they just take a different job where they have guaranteed they're not going to
0: well sure i mean the guarantee's better but let's say that that, that shifts to this where they give you you know uh, I mean, I guess it couldn't because then some company would just offer the guarantee. And they it's would same steal rate, it's
1: it. why CEO rates are so out of hand in the first place is because mm, they don't play. It, they don't play it according to some like moral ethical game of like, well, we should just do it it's like where well, I only get rewarded if we win because they give they bail. They give CEOs Lehman Brothers CEO they're getting bonuses when their company screws the whole economy. I mean. That's the outrage. But they give the themselves. Yeah, they, it is. It's ridiculous. Is Beyonce going to put out an album that ruins, you know, the board. Ruins America, like, the, the board, <laughs> you know? the or that board kills people? That kills people, you know. Like, are they CEO of a chemical company? Like, if you don't, you know, if you don't do your job right, you know, you have people that, you know, I just it's such a different ball game, entertainment and anything else.
0: Because what if a CEO was locked into making all of his money from gains on company stock? That CEO would not take that job. Then they couldn't. They wouldn't be able to fuck the company over, and they'd need it to do well, instead of being able to do whatever the fuck they want, get a guaranteed payout, and then just bail. What's doing
1: well? Because what if the share price goes up? I mean, that's a different... Well, that's how you A lot it. of times, the companies hold a lot of their own shares anyway, so if the if he does something in the short term that makes the share price go up, which sometimes they do. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, it's... That's fucked, huh? You just wouldn't get any big CEOs to agree to that. You wouldn't just all of a sudden get the... I mean, that'd be... They, they're all, I mean, talking about like network, how do you, you know, you got to know somebody. I mean, a lot of those people know people through call. I mean, the rich people know rich people in a lot of cases. Mm, That's that's just kind of how it goes. So you're not going to have one guy go, hey, I'm going to flip my, I'm going to do this weird thing where we totally screw a CEO into, you know, getting no compensation. You know, that CEO, if they got somebody to hire, somebody at another company say, hey, why don't you just come be our, you know, chief operating officer for a year and we'll, you get paid. I mean, nobody would want that job. It doesn't work in the market. Yeah. Unless you had some sort of regulate, you'd have to make a rule. You know what I mean? You'd have to really you're right. force that. The market wouldn't,
0: wouldn't. I like that idea, though. I like what
1: Elon Musk is doing. He's investing. But in I mean, I company. get where you're saying it's difficult to con- like, counteract that, that idea. Yeah, you, when you see memes like this, you've got to be able to answer them eloquently. But sometimes they're just, Sometimes they're just I, I yeah, guess this, we, on the Yeah, but I interior. can see
0: this comparison being made. And I think what you're saying is, is, is true because <laughs> the val- it's the value. It's, it's a distribution of value. So Beyonce is, she is the value and she brings, you know, most of the, you know, effort and
1: most of the talent in the product. So she deserves it. But she, and she is the product. Right. People are paying to see Beyonce. You know, they're not paying to see the guy that rigs the stage lights put on good, good stage light show. You know, the CEO of the company needs, you need every gear to be kind of clicking there. You need everything to be, you know, you need those employees to all be doing their job properly. Beyonce, she could show up and do an acapella and people would pay money, you know. She can right. put it on her own show. So, of course, if you want to see the meme itself.
0: It's just like a block of text, but you can visit the page notes. Uh, AVDP. Sorry. Agree or die slash AVD podcast 61. Or is 62? Fuck. Whatever the YouTube, whatever it's called, That it's 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 AVD podcast that number. LXII. All right. Go, ready for a vegan topic? You ready? Sure. Don't, um, fucking, don't fucking troll me either. I'm. I'm don't no fucking troll yeah, me. My blood, blood's all boiling right. all over the place. So there is a uh, great video. It's from 2012, actually. It's pretty old, but I just saw it. Uh, it's by Dr. Greger. Oh, Dr. Greger, household name. Yeah, uh, it's a it's an hour long uh, presentation he he did somewhere, and it's actually quite good. It's like a TED. Think of it like a TED talk. Is this the treadmill guy? This is the treadmill guy But he's not on the
1: treadmill oh, okay. In this speech He's in front of an audience And he's Alex posted Did you send me a message Or did you post a video uh, I, I, posted, I posted a I posted video a,
0: Look don't t- Don't just We're not don't, don't fucking I'm going to do this oh, thing my God. He's on a treadmill In an interview He walks on the treadmill And he's It's his thing so. He's on treadmills When he does these Online interviews I'm just kidding. What if I just did this The whole podcast I think people they, just, The listeners don't give a fuck What you're doing right now. The video people though The video people You can do that That's fine so, okay, I, I do encourage you guys to watch the video and I'll post it. And like I said, it is an hour long. And if you're in the mood to watch them, it's like an educational talk from a doctor about your health. So, check it out. It's, very, it's entertaining. But I have some facts I wrote down. Oh, from I'm just going to kind of, from the talk, I, the, the facts. Do it. So, the, 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 the premise of the speech is that uh, of, the, of the 16 leading causes of death in America, 15 of them can be prevented, treated, or reversed. By switching to a plant-based diet, the only one that can't is accidents. All the rest of them, you can prevent, treat, or reverse by by changing to a plant-based diet. So, if you want to know the details, you watch the video. But here's some facts: vegan blood is eight times more resistant to cancer growth than than standard American than the blood of a person a standard American diet. It is tested by people. Uh, injecting blood from vegans versus standard American people into petri dishes full of growing cancer cells and measuring how fast the cancer grows. The vegan blood
1: uh, restricts cancer growth eight times more effectively than regular blood. Does it say why? Uh, like I'm uh, sh- what the mechanism is? I, I mean, it's interesting. I'm just wondering.
0: Like, it, he, I don't believe he said why in his uh, speech. But I think it's just it's healthier. It's healthier blood, with less toxicity in it. Hmm. He cites he cites a study that I'm sure you can find on the site. It's based on a study by the Pil- the Pilkington Institute. In I'm not California. trying to be like no no. It's a fair question. He didn't I didn't he didn't say why, but I'm sure it's very you know medical and there's a lot
1: going on there. All it right, sounds now, like a good like a good video to watch. I think it sounds like a TED Talk. Almost, it's full. Of... It's exactly like that. Okay.
0: Next one. Seventy five percent of heart attack victims had cholesterol that is within recommended dietary levels. Oh, uh, almost fifty percent. Would, would be considered optimal cholesterol levels. Now, this isn't really a, a plant-based diet argument. I mean, people on a plant-based diet have very low cholesterol levels. That's the point here. But uh, the, the other problem is that the American Dietary Committee determines what is a reasonable and optimal level of cholesterol in your body. Okay. Yet, 75% of all people with heart attacks had, had, uh, were within the limits of reasonable cholesterol. That means that the, the reasonable level is too high. Is what that means?
1: Yeah, that heart, means they heart, a, heart attacks. Are, I mean, it can be heart disease and stuff. Is really a, I mean, you get old. I mean,
0: sure, yeah, you can have it even with absolutely. You're gonna, you're you can mean, have a heart attack with a good cholesterol. You don't have to be a fat. However,
1: uh, Philly, well, okay. State so
0: vegans have less chole- have cholesterol below the optimal level. Okay, their cholesterol is lower than optimal. Like lower being good. Like they, they have less. They have the least cholesterol of any of any diet. Okay. But the American dietary standards have this band of, like, here's reasonable cholesterol. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It could be lower. Right. And they chose to put it higher. You know, like, they're fucking up there. So that's just a little fact. That's an interesting fact. Meat eaters are three times more likely to develop Alzheimer's disease. Mm. Uh, A plant-based diet can prevent, treat, and reverse diabetes. So if you have diabetes and you're probably taking drugs for that, if you just become vegan, you might get rid of diabetes. It might just go away. You don't need to take drugs ever again. In the meantime, if you have it, you. mean, not in all cases. In some cases, you can reverse it, but you can definitely treat it and prevent it by being plant-based. Levels of diabetes in vegans is incredibly low. Okay. Um, <clears throat> obesity. I mean, I don't know if you need to get into obesity. Obviously, obesity is very low among vegans. Uh, even if they try to put on weight, they find it very. They find it very hard to do. Uh, also, eating fiber-heavy diets, which is you know vegetables and fruits. Mm-hmm. Uh, they keep you fuller longer yeah. because your body takes a long time to process fiber because breaking it down takes a long time. So when you eat uh, vegetables and fruits, you stay full for a longer period of time. So you end up eating less meals on top of the, the meals themselves being less fat and less dense. Uh, they had people on calorie calorie controlled diets, which means they ate the exact same amount of calories, but a variety of foods. People who ate uh, meat were ended up being five pounds heavier at the end of the year, but they mm-hmm. ate the same amount of calories and had the similar lifestyles. So meat just makes you put on weight versus a plant-based diet. So I mean obesity, and this is no surprise there at all. Kidney failure can be prevented or treated with plant-based diet. The kidneys need to fill filter out all the toxins that meat puts in your body, meat protein. So if you don't consume meat protein, then your kidneys work much more efficiently and they do have a much easier workload. Kidney failure, one of the leading causes of death. Kidney infection. Uh, Blood infections, which I don't really know what blood infections is. But uh, there's a lot. There's blood infections, and you die from it. Mm -hmm. Uh, People who eat meat have much higher instances of that. And eating chicken has been linked to urinary tract infections in women. They got more of them, and they were more severe when they got them if they ate chicken versus plant-based diet eaters. Hmm. And high blood pressure and hypertension. There's the last one. Uh, Eating a plant-based diet, even after just 12 days, there's a six percent drop in blood pressure. And that continues over a year to, uh, you know, lower blood pressure more and more. And eating uh, meat increases your blood pressure and makes you uh, gives you hypertension.
1: It's fattier.
0: So those are just some fun facts for you about, uh, you know, health. If you don't care about all the other stuff, do it for yourself. You know, if you have any relatives that cancer, it prevents cancer. Uh, obesity, obviously. Diabetes, you could cure diabetes. And blood pressure. A lot of people have high blood pressure. Stop, you know, and they're taking... Oh, and then another fun fact is... Side effects from drugs kill 100,000 Americans a day. I mean, a day. Sorry, a year. Mm-hmm. Which means that if it was on the list of the 15 leading causes of death, mm-hmm. drug side effects would be number six. Hmm. And it isn't like overdoses or, or chemical or like like drug mixing and poisoning. Mm-hmm. These are just standard side effects of drugs. Like people just accidentally die from taking a drug. Mm-hmm. Not even like an overdose or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and people are taking a lot of drugs to prevent, to treat these diseases. Like diabetes and, and obesity and hypertension they're taking pills for all this stuff right when all they got to do is change their diet and then they don't have to suffer the side effects and they get to be healthier all the time so you know if you're interested in your own health you should definitely just watch this video it's very educational it's all you know cited studies this guy's very smart on nutrition and all that stuff he's a doctor this is real shit so you can enjoy
1: that what do you think yeah there's a lot of my food, food for thought. Food. My, yeah, my, my Dr. Oz red flags always pop up when people start throwing easy stats out there. So I always, you know, it'd be something to investigate.
0: Well, yeah, well, you know, I encourage you to investigate. You know, I encourage you to investigate that. And tell me what you find. All right, uh, I got some uh, random gripes, minor gripes. I have two
1: minor gripes right here. You just uh, call him uh, Alex Gripes. <laughs> I, like, I like the one that's coming. I like the list you got there.
0: Yeah, right. it's just two things. I'm excited. First one is is these trash can designs where you have a push trash can. You know the little door and it says push? Oh, sure. And it pushes in and you, you throw the trash
1: there. Kind of a lot of places where you have a tray and you have to put the tr- you kind yes. of push it in with the tray.
0: Yep. That is the fucking worst design for a trash can. And it's everywhere. They have it at every restaurant has these fucking push cans. Every cafeteria has these... They're so poorly designed. What's your... What, do you have a replacement suggestion? Fuck yeah. The hole
1: in the, in the top. That's the replacement. Do you know why it's got the swingy thing?
0: You're going to tell me
1: why? Well, I can tell you to why. To keep the garbage first,
0: shut from exposure to the cafeteria. Exposure
1: why. to... Well, yeah. You know, pests and things like that. Flies sure. and things so you don't develop... It kind of has that... It kind of... You know, it's not going to totally seal it out, but like if it's open all the time... You're never going to get rid of bugs or anything. You're never, if Once you get something in the place, in the restaurant there, or whatever it is, like it's going to be ten times harder. I'll tell you what. Uh, the
0: push door does not prevent bugs. I believe it might might prevent rodents. Certainly not bugs. Hmm. Um, he, the, the, the reason that, that I think, I mean, that's, that's fine from uh, like, oh, well, we're going to keep it shut. Sure, I understand that. You want to keep the smells in the trash can. You don't want sure. the smells to be open. Any respectable establishment is changing those garbages at least daily. Probably more, to, more, than, Probably once more than once a day. Probably more than once a day, sure. but at least daily. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, it's regular. You you must do that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I took the, the fucking food engineer course back whenever. Uh, they have to sweep and mop underneath the trash cans every day. They have to wash the trash cans at least once mm-hmm. a week. Okay. You know, wa- like wa- wash out the actual things. Okay. So any reasonable establishment shouldn't be having an issue with rodents or you know bugs. Okay. If they're daily changing them, so I think that's stupid. And now it's perfectly legal to have the holes. Sure. Because that's in a lot of... Taco Bell has the holes. do the hole, okay. The holes are much better. Well, here's why I, I problem with these push doors. Okay. First off, you have to touch them with your hand. So you have this door, which a lot of people have touched... A lot of food is touched. Mm-hmm. It's probably dirty and disgusting. It's right next to the trash, mm-hmm. right? You have to push it with your hand mm-hmm. and then do the tray thing. Sure. Unless you think you wanna be clever and you're gonna just push it with the tray. And then if it's too, if the spring's too tight, then it just pushes everything
1: off the top of your tray. Exactly. And in your if face. you try
0: to push it with the tray, mm-hmm. well, guess what? You just put shit all over the fucking top of the door. Yeah. So the next guy who uses his hand, now he's fucked, right? And then you can't see what's in there. A lot of the times you're throwing your shit all over the place. You don't know where the fuck it's going. Right. You're touching with your hand the whole time. It's such a stupid design When you can just put a hole in the top of a counter and you can just drop things into the hole. It's so much better. Mm-hmm. So fuck off with that fucking design.
1: That's a terrible design.
0: It's a horrible uh, design. Any, any trash I bet can... But there's a
1: name for that design. We should find out.
0: Any, any garbage receptacle you need to touch with your hand is a horrible design. That's probably true, I think.
1: I agree with you. You don't want to be touching you know garbage with I your like? hand. You know what I like? What? Noodles and Company. What do they got? They leave, leave it at the table? Just and, leave it on the table and get out of there. Yeah, I mean that's... It's, Restaurants. That's better.
0: Yeah. Restaurants do that. You know, but fast food places will have these. Our cafeteria at work has this awful fucking push thing. Yeah. And it's,
1: it's, I hate it. I like, I mean, if it's a light push thing, I don't mind as much as it's the ones that are, the spring's so tight or whatever. It's just one is so heavy to push I, Either way, I hate it. I know you hate it. I hate understand. it either way. Even it's with even worse well, when they have I just, it.
0: they need to do a better job of this, okay? Next
1: complaint is uh ping pong balls. What do you know about ping pong balls? I know that uh, more stars are better, and always buy the most stars you can get. Exactly.
0: So, <laughs> ping pong balls come in three flavors. One star, two star, and three star balls. Right. What's the difference? Well... Every ball sucks, but a three-star ball. That's yeah, the pretty difference. much, yeah, that's true. So then, the, uh, no, no, the pink. Okay, so there's there's probably basketballs and soccer balls that are not like Olympic quality. Right. Three-star balls are the Olympic quality balls. Sure. They're the the
1: best balls. The right. tournaments are played at with,
0: and you could buy a cheap soccer ball and a cheap tennis ball and cheap basketball. Kick
1: it around, or whatever. But it's not gonna, you know, you're not gonna bend it like Beckham, you know, if you kick the.
0: So cheap I get ball I get or that or... there's a there's a price range thing going on. Like, why would you not buy the most expensive soccer ball? Because it costs fifty dollars, right. whereas a cheap one costs four. Okay, the best ping pong balls, a pack of six of the best balls, three-star balls, cost $4. Right. Okay? And then two-star balls cost $2, and one-star balls cost...
1: Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck how much they cost? Yeah. You're shooting them out of your fucking toy gun anyway.
0: Now, so I I just... Who
1: the fuck is buying non-three-star balls? Why are they being made and why are they being sold? Beer pong.
0: Just buy the fucking three-star balls.
1: Not for... Well, you don't want that for... Who cares? Balls. Are they too expensive? <clears throat> here's the thing is that you... Have then, some fucking here's self-respect. A, here's where I maybe counter you just like... Because I don't feel like they don't sell one-star ping pong balls anywhere. I, I, you only I see three I fucking hope two. not. Maybe... Well, you see one every once in a while. I don't but know. But here's the thing is, I think the majority of ping pong balls sold in America are not used for ping pong. You, you
0: Sure, you might be right. Okay, you might be right. So then you're saying uh, because they don't give a shit about the quality of ping pong beer pong yeah. balls, they But then buy. just
1: two-star just should not even exist. They just have one or three. They yeah, have, they sure. Have shit tier and god tier.
0: Right, they should have just the cheapest and play, the. And the or are you going to play quality.
1: table tennis or are you going to play beer pong? Like they should just separate them. Just you Most know, what? our balls will just get rebranded as um as beer pong balls. As beer pong balls.
0: I think you're right. You know, I don't play. I've never played beer pong. I don't play beer pong because I'm not a big beer fan. So it's mm-hmm. not in my mind. But you're right. There, are, you're right. Most ping pong balls are not bought for ping pong, and then. At that point, I mean, a person,
1: you know, you can buy them. You buy them in the, the drink mix aisle. You know, they're hanging at the grocery store. They well, hang okay. Well, then let me pose this
0: question to you: If you're a ping pong ball manufacturing company,
1: mm-hmm. if you're Sportcraft,
0: no, and not even that. If you're Walmart, why would you not just sell the expensive balls and call it a day? Like, why would you carry two tiers of balls when we just carry three star balls? just say you want to play beer pong, there you go, buy the ping pong balls. The ping pong balls, you didn't talk about two star, three star, nobody cares.
1: Just make them all high quality. Just buy the,
0: make only the best balls and everybody can buy them. They're cheap enough, who gives a fuck? I bet golf ball golf balls have the same issue. I bet there's like three star golf balls. And oh,
1: there's, they're you know how expensive they're good ball golf bars are? They're ridiculous. Oh really? Like, for a sleeve, there's like ones that are like $12, they are like $12, they are $4 a piece for some of the best ones. You can okay. buy, you can buy ones for 50 cents a ball or less even. You can buy the top flight, you can get eighteen okay. of them for right. eighteen bucks. If the less- difference, if the
0: difference mm-hmm. is like we're talking like
1: five hundred percent difference, well, golf, I can see the value. There's apparently a difference in golf. Yeah, but,
0: but like when ping pong, you're talking like six dollars versus versus you know like it's, it's five dollar range shit. Yeah. So just buy the fucking. You know what I hate the most is going to somebody else's house who's got a ping pong table and they don't have good balls and they have two star fucking balls. Uh, you know like what's wrong with I
1: you? I can't compete on that. I mean. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, it's probably, I can't bring my fifty dollar paddle over to their probably house because and then play with shit balls. They don't know that the balls come in different different types. No, that's a lot. Of, that's and they just buy I've the had that balls, conversation. and then they're trapped into fucking buying the shit balls because they don't know. I've had that conversation.
1: Yeah, so fucking stop making these pieces of shit. I've introduced three star balls to a lot of people. They're like, oh, there's better balls there's in this. Better ball. I go look at the size, the size difference. They it's don't thick, break. Thicker. They make it's a got better sound. The, the they fucking feel, the feel grit, nicer. They grip better. They have a better consistency. Like they spin. They spin like crazy. It's okay Whew, man ping pong balls See, you can get fired up over those things. i think you this is the good stuff i think
0: this podcast went pretty well should we go to picks sure pick it away do you have any picks i don't know man you're just fucking
1: i'm just mailing you're it like a yeah you're really i, I cast my vote for bernie on tuesday and he won the state now i just sit back and wait for my bernie check you know you get a check i don't know don't we Bernie's gonna give us everything. Oh, the check is in when he's president. He gives us all our money back. Yeah, we just get it. Yeah. I, I don't have to work a day in my life anymore. Bernie's gonna be president. I'm just gonna, just, so I'm gonna mail it on the podcast. Just mail it in. God,
0: you, you fucking millennials. You so <laughs> <laughs> just deserve everything. I don't need to do any uh, work. All right, so I got some pics for you. Okay. So you guys, if you follow me on social media, you know that I'm, I've just become addicted to board games. And my picks last yeah. time were all board games, and uh, my picks here are board games too. Well, it's one board game. It's a board game. It's a card game. It's called Coup, and uh, I recommend everybody gets it. It's only ten dollars to buy it, and the whole game is just fifteen cards, and all the cards are like people, spaces, like they're different, different, like uh, ranks. There's a Duke, an Assassin, a Captain, an Ambassador. Like they're like classes, like that. So it's
1: Coup, like in Coup d'État. Yeah, it's okay. Coup, like an
0: overthrowing, uh, kind of a violent overthrow. Uh, and then so, in the game, there's money, there's money tokens, and then there's these identity cards. And the way the game works is you get two identity cards face down. Everybody does. And then you have to kill all the other opponents by killing their identity cards. Hmm. Okay? You do that through a, a variety of, of means, like assassinations and all this kind of stuff. And then every identity has a different th- action they can perform. Hmm. Like steal money, or make money, or assassinate someone, or exchange their cards. But the beauty of the game is, you don't need to show your cards ever. You only need to claim what you want to do and pretend you have it Mm. and then it's other it's on other players to force you to call your bluff and say you don't have an assassin you don't have an ambassador Mm. and then you reveal that you do or don't have it and if they guess wrong they lose one of theirs and if Mm. they guess right then you lose one of yours Mm. so it's a very it's a very uh, clever deduction bluffing game and it's just super easy to, to to learn it's super fast to play and it's really intense and the longer you play it the more fun it gets because you develop a meta game where like well hard over here is always a bluffing assassin, you mm-hmm. know. And I and then I start calling you on it and then you realize I'm always calling you on it, so you change sure. your strat and all of a sudden like you always have it and the whole it gets so fucked up. And I, I'll, me and Mish is coming over later we'll
1: play it. But we we play this game for very, like – very princess bride, right? You, for
0: it is. Yep. You know that I Exactly. Like to use it is just assassin. like that. Therefore I but like I said, guys, it's only, it's only $10. Uh, you can buy it. Uh, it's going to be in the, in the page notes. And you can use my Amazon affiliate link to buy it. I think I'll get like 50 cents if you buy it off me. But if you don't buy it off me, that's fine. I recommend it for anybody. Like I said, it's very compact. You can keep it in your car. You can play it at restaurants while you're waiting for your food. Super fun game. Check it out. Coup, it's called. Uh, the next pick I have is uh, Girl Scout Cookies. Really? Did you know there's a lot of vegan Girl Scout Cookies? I did not know this. I didn't either. Uh, but they have these ones called Lemonade's. Hmm. which are vegan, and that's that's fine. I expected that to be vegan. Then they have these ones called Thanks-a-Lots, which are gingerbread gingerbread cookies dipped in fudge. And I'm shocked those are vegan because fudge generally is not vegan. It's got butter in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Thanks-a-Lots. The Thin Mints are vegan, which are also full of chocolate. And finally, the uh, peanut butter ones are vegan. Those are all all four vegan types of Girl Scout cookies. So all you vegans who are listening, all zero of you, You can hit up your local grocery store and give the Girl Scouts a little love for supporting the vegan lifestyle and actually caring a little bit about
1: the welfare of our planet. I'll give you a – it's not really a pick. I'll give you some news. Give me some news. In case people haven't heard. So like we've said before, I like to play Rocket League. I like to play a lot of of Rocket League. Rocket League is coming out finally with the Rocket League Championship Series. And it starts in a month. It's are gonna be you th- in? It's going to be a three-month while well, you have to sign up. You got your invite? And you have qualifying. You're going to have some qualifying stuff. But they're having like a, it's, I think it's $75,000 prize pool, three months. The finals are going to be broadcast, you know, eSports style. Like they're finally backing it up. They're finally, there's been, every week there's uh, ESL, like the Electronic Sports Lady or something like that. They they are just, you know, like an their kind of thing. They run like a, a weekly Rocket League tournament. It usually has Hundred fifty teams that three man teams that participate, and it goes every Sunday. And I think the winners get like seventy five bucks, right? So it's like twenty five bucks per person for an all day. I mean, it's not really worth your time. So now, really, Rocket league. Finally, the, the company behind it, Sonics or whatever they, however you say their name, they're bringing it. They're bringing it. And they're making it. They're going to make it a real thing now. And they're going to broadcast, and this would be cool because the pros that are good at this are you see their YouTube clips all the time. You I would see like some to their see that. matches. They are unbelievable absolutely unbelievable i've got a guy that i know that i've played with that is like one of the he's probably a top 100 right now and, and, and he's got a team that's going so i'm looking forward to him but i think i'm gonna try to you know i'll try to just join the qualifier just to see what happens i don't think i'm good enough to get that that far yet but we'll try to put something together but if you're into rocket league keep out an eye for that if you're into esports, keep out an eye that rocket league uh, pro series is coming so uh, it'll be cool and be something else to watch come the spring and summer and it's kind of neat that they're actually like keeping up with this game because it's it stayed pretty steady as far as participation. You know, it's not like a fad game. It started out you know real hot. Everybody was playing it last summer. Um, you know, and then the numbers kind of drop as new things come out. But there's a pretty pretty good core of people that um, you know hundred thousand people are probably playing they're probably online every day playing this thing. So that's my big that's my news picks announcement or whatever. The new Rocket League Pro Championship Series, whatever you want to call. Is it. Is there a link we can go to or what you do? Anything? Yeah, I'll throw the link up there. Uh, basically, right now it's just a web p- website that just like, you can put your you can put your email on there to get notified mm. of when signups are mm-hmm. to uh, to participate in the qualifying rounds.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I've seen some of that game, uh, some footage of that game, and it looks really great.
1: You saw me try to st- test stream. Yeah, it, I watched. But, I wish they yeah. have a Mac version, but they're fucking dragging their feet. Yeah, I'll be. Um, I was going to say that, but I'm pretty close to getting that getting a Twitch stream going, so. Like you can follow, regular if you can't get enough of this fucking peppy piece of shit here on the podcast, yeah. you can watch him on his own channel. I'll put, put, I'll put my ch- maybe I'll put my channel up. We won't, it'll probably be another month or so before him. We'll wait. We'll wait till up. you do a full launch. All right. Full launch on the. I don't want anybody. Show. I don't want people getting the wrong idea. Of going yeah, this channel true. sucks. Yeah, because there's nothing going on. There's no videos here. What's
0: yeah. going on? All right, guys. Hey, thanks for coming. Uh, sorry for the week delay, but no one noticed, so I guess no. it wasn't that bad. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining and listening and uh, leaving your comments. We love them as always. We love to re- respond to comments,
1: especially when people yeah. troll. Write us some. Write us some open letters. Open Dear, letters. Dear AVD open TV letter podcast. to AVD podcast. Have okay, I, was I got a have I got a gripe? Have I got a gripe for you guys? All right, We will see you in two weeks.